Maybe some of you have heard people say this phrase about someone else, that they're a humble person or they're very humble. Hopefully they might be able to say that of each and every one of us. And this weekend, as Sister mentioned before Mass in our first reading and in our Gospel, we really have the opportunity to reflect on humility. And the Church operates on a three-year cycle, so every three years we have this opportunity to revisit the idea of humility and what that means and what that looks like in our lives. I'd like to today just suggest four things that I think our reading suggests about who a humble person is. The first is that a humble person is one who has genuine concern for the other person. Sometimes in our friendships, we might have what we call friends of utility, that maybe we're friends with someone because they can do something for us in return for our friendship, that, you know, we scratch your back, you'll scratch ours. But really, the humble person is a person who has genuine concern. This is what the gospel writer says that Jesus in his teaching says, that, at, that if you're going to throw a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, because they won't be able to repay you. Don't invite your friends or your relatives or your wealthy neighbors, because then you might expect something in return. In the upcoming week, next Sunday, uh, our Holy Father, Pope Francis, will canonize Mother Teresa of Calcutta. She'll become Saint Teresa of Calcutta. And she truly is one that had a genuine concern for the other person. When she was in India, she saw the poor and the wounded, the sick, really those on the margins of society who were dying on the streets with no one to care for them. And so she lowered herself, expressing genuine concern for them, tending to their wounds, bandaging them, giving them the dignity that they deserved as a human being as they made their journey home to be with God. They couldn't do anything for her, but she did everything she could for them. The second attribute of a humble person is one who is able to acknowledge that they're wrong and then to apologize. This is kind of in our gospel, I think, that if one does assume the highest position and then the person who plans the banquet comes to them and says, well, I have someone else who needs to sit here. Can you go sit here? The person who is humbled must say, I'm sorry. I just thought this was my seat. They acknowledge that they were wrong and then they should apologize. It's interesting that just a few weeks ago when I was making a holy hour, I was going through a little spiritual book and paused to reflect on something in it. And, and as I did it, I came to reflect on the notion of forgiveness and how in my own life, and this shows my weakness, but in my own life that I really struggle to apologize maybe when I've hurt someone by my words or by my actions. So in this time of prayer then, you know, the hope would be that afterwards, if that opportunity comes then that I would apologize if I was wrong. Well, wouldn't you know that the very same day that I had this little epiphany in prayer, I offended someone on the internet, on Facebook. <laughs> you know, uh, I like to joke, I, I like to say things in jest, and uh, this person did not like what I said. <laughs> and so wouldn't you know I had the opportunity really to be humbled in order to be able to acknowledge that I was wrong and then to extend my apologies 
to that person. A humble person does that. Thirdly, a humble person chooses the lesser option, and that's in our gospel today as well, that a person who chooses the lower seat might be asked to go up and take the higher seat, to choose the lesser option. Just yesterday, as I was thinking about this homily, and uh, it was right before lunch, and I was in the office doing some work, and I had resolved in my mind that I was going to go to some restaurant, and I was going to have lunch, and then I was going to go do other things. So then I go home, and I go look in the fridge, and I see what the housekeeper had made. I said, well, maybe I should eat that. That's choosing the lesser option. I really wanted to go out to eat, but I said, well, this is here. This is provided for me, so maybe I should have that. Bishop Robert Barron, who is a very popular Catholic, notable person, a speaker, he did a series one time called Seven Deadly Sins, Seven Lively Virtues. And in one of them, as he spoke about this idea of choosing the lesser option, that if we have the ability maybe to buy, for example, the top line of a car of some, you know, some make, some top line, then maybe we should buy the second option and then donate the rest to the poor. Just a simple principle, but this is a way to be humble, to choose the lesser option. And lastly, I think a humble person is one who does not boast necessarily of what they've accomplished. Now, there will come times that other people will give accolades to you and to receive those humbly and to accept them, not to dismiss them. Some people see that as false humility, but not to boast. In our very much of a social media age culture, it's very easy to boast on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, whatever it is, just to boast of our accomplishments. Now, St. Therese of Lisieux once said that we should make little secrets with God, that sometimes if we do something for another person, that we don't need to tell anyone that we did it, that we can just tell God, this is between you and me. St. Therese often would, when she was in the courtyard of the monastery, would pick up a branch on the sidewalk so that one of the elder sisters wouldn't have to bend over and do it. It was a simple act of kindness, a simple act of humility, of not boasting and doing this, but just being anonymous. When I meet with our confirmation students at St. Raphael, I often ask them how they pray. And one of the students came into my office and we went through the same questions I ask everybody, well, how do you pray? And this young person surprised me because they taught me a prayer, which I think is really a humble prayer, a prayer for humility, a prayer of a humble person. And the person went on to proceed to recite this prayer that they themselves had written. Lord, help me to perform one act of kindness today, not for any recognition for myself, but so that others might come to know your love through me. That's humility. That's recognizing that I don't want to do it for my own acknowledgement, but for the other person. That's the first, that's the first option of, the hum, of a humble person. The first option, concern about others. It's the fourth option of being anonymous, of not necessarily boasting in what we've done, asking God to give us that humble heart. Now, a few weeks after this young person told me this, I went to them and I said to them, well, do you think about how you've done that action throughout the day? At the end of the day, do you think back, who's that one person I did that simple act of kindness towards? 
so that they might know the love of God. And this is really an examine, in a sense, over the day. And the young person told me that they actually did do that. So as we hear about humility this weekend, as we know kind of how a humble person lives and operates, maybe it'd be good for us in the next week just to simply look back at the course of our day and say, did I live the life of a humble person? Did I truly manifest those attributes of concern for others, forgiving, apologizing, choosing the lesser option? Because when we go back and look at that, that'll give us opportunities to continue to grow in the Christian life. We'll continue to find more and more opportunities to be that humble person like Mother Teresa and like St. Therese of Lisieux.